We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a weather-ready nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode number 34, the Goodbye Florence Hello Fall edition. I'm your host, Randy Luna. And I'm Corey Taylor. And we got a lot to talk about today. Yeah, there's uh, some stuff that happened this past week. A lot of rain over on the East Coast, for sure. Yeah, from Florence. Uh, yeah, we're going to get to Florence in a minute. That Wow, what a rainmaker. But mm-hmm. back here in the sticks... We've got some great weather this past week. Nice and tranquil and just uh, easy going. And rather hot for September. It's warm out there. Yeah, you've been working outside, haven't well, you? Yeah, I've been cutting some bushes and I was sweating up pretty good. Uh, it, it feels like it's about, well, it felt like summer out there. I bet. And it shouldn't feel like that summer in September to me because. I see all these posts on Facebook about, hello, fall. I love fall. Fall's here. You know, people are uh, getting their pumpkins out and making pumpkin pie and and pumpkin spice lattes and and getting their hoodies out. And I'm I'm over here sweating up a storm over here. Well, when you've got afternoon highs of 90 to 92 degrees with humidity, this this is still like the dog days. Yeah. It, we've but, had it for quite a while. I'm not going to complain, though. I mean, I'm I love summer, so I'm going to hold on to it as long as I can. Yeah. Well, I got to say, spring is my all-time favorite season, just for the obvious reasons. Well, sure. But fall, I mean, there is kind of a second severe season. It's usually not as bad, but no. uh, I'm hoping we get some good stormage out of this. I mean, I'm waiting for that. I haven't said that phrase all year. The master blaster. I'm waiting on that. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We didn't have one last year, I don't think. Not a big one, anyway, if we did. Yeah, we just kind of have a, a gradual cool down or mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, well, this this terrific weather that we're having. Oh, I got to tell you, the normal high this time of year is 79 degrees for Branson. Well, <laughs> we're, we're close to fall. Fall dust begins Saturday, so we're... Saturday, yes. I mean, we're halfway into football season at, at the high school, so... It needs to cool down. I tell you how that Branson Stadium is built. That sun is right in my eyes, and it's hot until it goes right down uh, behind that little hill, and then it starts feeling a little more tolerable like football weather. But uh, it needs to cool down just a little bit. I, I like to wear my jacket watching football, kind of snuggle, oh, snuggle up with the wife, who's usually fighting all the kids over there. But <laughs> We let her do that, and then you can right. watch football. <laughs> well, I think fall's going to come in with a – with a vengeance that uh, we've got a strong cold front on the way. And the models have been kind of predicting this. I mean, they've been kind of disjointed. The The European model was saying this front was going to come in and kind of hang out in mid-Missouri. 
Then the GFS, which is the American model, said it was going to go all the way down into Arkansas install. Uh, that was a day or two ago, but now it looks like the consensus is it's going to go down to Arkansas. And what that means is much cooler temperatures are in store for the first day of fall. And they're lowering the temperatures every time I look at the forecast. Yeah, I think that's because the, the front, they keep, they keep pushing, pushing the front down. down in Arkansas. Right. Yeah, well, currently the forecast for Saturday... The high is 71 degrees. For the first day of fall. Now, see, people can post on Facebook, I love fall, and drink their lattes while wearing their hoodies all they want when the high is 70 degrees. Even though, to me, that's ideal weather to be outside and have fun and go hiking or something, you know. But Oh, yeah. You don't have to wear a coat. Well, no. yeah, you don't have to wear a coat, but you, your shorts might be just a little but people, bit too... Uh, people will wear something warm just because they can, and that's fine. The hoodies with the... Right. the yeah, all that kind of thing. Well, the, the only drawback... Uh, from these cooler temperatures is we've got, of course, the stalled front coming. And what that means is rounds and rounds and rounds of rain possible. Now, you say the drawback. Where's the drawback? I'm waiting on that because that just makes it even better for me. Well, yeah, if you like those days. I nice mean, rainy day, nice rainy fall day. I think everybody's ready for that after this warm weather we're having. Yeah, well, it's going to be quite a change from, from today. So in oh, three yeah. or four days, everybody better get used to this nice warm weather weather if they like it because it is going to change Well, we've had a weekend. good stretch without any rain, and, and it kind of worried me. I thought, well, the drought's going to come back now. So hopefully this rain will and will continue on into the rest of September and October, and we'll keep getting these sporadic rains every few days or every week or so. Yeah. Well, the current forecast is showing uh, scattered activity coming in Friday, and then the front's going to stall Friday night, and then we've got showers and thunderstorms likely on Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday, Sunday night. So this could be a very efficient rainmaker. Well, I hope so. And it's, I mean, uh, moisture in the lower levels is really apparent out there, and that's causing kind of... Uh, I wouldn't say a heat index. We haven't really been talking about a heat index much, but when you get temperatures around 90, 91, 92 degrees with uh, with a dew point of around 70, uh, you're going to get these afternoon poppers. And I saw some afternoon poppers today, and they were going along, and I was getting all excited, and they just kind of bubbled up and down. They did and- what poppers do. Yes, they bubble up and down and go away. Reed Spring looked like they were getting a good shower. Yeah, in Branson West. Yeah, I didn't see any lightning, though. No, I, I didn't at all. I mean, some cool clouds, and actually, I got a time lapse today. I think I think that's worth posting. I'll, well, we could do that. I'll get it to you. Just slap the logo on it, and we'll post that a little bit later today. Uh, well, we mentioned fall comes in Saturday at 8.54 p.m. Central Time. So, uh, oh, I don't have a show set. No, I do have a show Saturday. I was going to go outside and just... I don't. Just, well, I can't go outside. Well, I could go outside. I need a That's almost intermission time. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> you might miss it just by a few minutes, but... Well, that's okay. Maybe I'll just leave anyway. You know, yeah, they don't, they don't even need for those last couple of numbers. <laughs> it's the Equinox. I'm running outside. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> well, the, uh, one of the other things I wanted to mention is allergies are really kicking up. I've had to start taking some Claritin because I just the itchy throat and the ears and start to sneeze and these allergy attacks. And I've talked to several people around Branson that are really suffering from these allergies. What's the big allergy right now going around? Well, ragweed. Well, yeah. It always happens. There's ragweed. uh, There's mold. 
Yeah, we'll have to check on that during the weather school. Ragweed usually bothers me a little bit more, but I haven't had any issues with it right now. So Yeah, and the funny thing, what I, I grew up in Springfield, and I had severe ragweed allergies for mm. ever since I grew up. And then I moved, in 1989, I moved to St. Louis and lived up there for nine years. And I suddenly didn't have any ragweed allergies anymore. I've heard, I've heard a lot of uh, people moving from uh, up north into Branson and this place, what they would say, actually made them sick all the time because of the allergies compared to where, where they were in like Illinois, Iowa, and Kansas City, that area. Yeah. They would actually come here and, and they could feel a big difference in their entire body. Well, we have tons of trees, tons oh, sure. of lakes. I, I think the lakes have something to do with it because these certain kinds of trees and plants just want to right. thrive around there that, that need water and give us headaches, basically. <laughs> well, the next big story I want to get into, uh, Florence, hence, hence the title of uh, this podcast. Florence Goodbye, made the Florence. rivers flow, made the interstates flow and everything else flow. Man, all the record setting. Oh, yeah. Holy crap! I mean, North Carolina, and that thing, the and of course everybody knows what's going on here. But when Florence, it was forecasted to stall, and it did. It went there and just sat and sat and sat. And I think, I think, uh, what is it? Uh, North Carolina got thirty-four inches. Where's that graphic you were telling me? Somewhere around thirty-five inches. Close yeah. To 35. Uh, so what we've seen is Elizabethtown. North Carolina got 35.93 inches. Mm. Uh, Swansboro, North Carolina got 34 inches. Uh, Gurganus, I think it's Gurganus, 30.38. And uh, Forest Ross, North Carolina, 29.62. Now, this is not floodwaters. This is actual rainfall that came from this storm. Wow. And that, you know, you combine that with, with the storm surge is just... I mean, it's beyond insane in this thing. But the good news is Florence is still out there as remnants, but it's sitting over Massachusetts, and it's getting ready to Picked head up, up some steam, sea. though. It's not going to dump that, as much rain as it as it heads out to sea. I mean, they're going to get some good good amounts, mm-hmm. but since it's moving a little faster now, they're not gonna, it's not going to be anything like it was. Oh, yeah. But yesterday, oh, my gosh, yesterday, I was watching Radar in the Afternoon, and Florence was spinning, yeah, Tennessee, Kentucky, kind of over that area, and bringing rows and rows and rows of, you know, the outer outer bands, I put that in air quotes, uh, of tornadoes. And I got a, a velocity image on radar with six areas of rotation and possibly a seventh. And by the time I went to bed, I started seeing video of those tornadoes. Oh, so that, that that rotation on radar was verified. It was, They were on the ground, so... Wow. So this thing has kicked up all sorts of chaos over the thing. And didn't you say last time that the original projection, when it was way out there in the when the ocean, it was just going to turn away and not get us at all? It was going to get close, but then it was going to stall and kind of turn away. But it stalled. It didn't stall until it was over land. Yeah. So Kind of like Harvey, in a way. It was a lot like Harvey. Of course, I think Harvey dumped even more rain than that. He, they was, got over he was 50 in the 50s inches. down yeah. there in Houston. I, I don't know this. Well, we thought what we would do is just get a little uh, history of Florence. Uh, I got together a timeline, so I wanted to go through that. It's quite an interesting storm. So, uh, first of all, uh, Florence is considered a Cape Verde hurricane, which means it uh, the Cape Verde Islands just off of the uh, you know the western tip of 
Africa. That's where a lot of these systems. That's where the big ones start. Yeah, and this oh, this one turned out to be big. But from uh, from the beginning, okay, little some fun facts. Uh, the wettest it, Florence was the wettest tropical cyclone on record in Carolina, and the ninth wettest tropical cyclone to affect the U.S. ever, as records go. Wow! It was the sixth named storm, the third hurricane, and the first major hurricane of the 2018 Atlantic hurricane season. Mm-hmm. So basically what happened was this. It uh, it originated as a strong wave off of the west coast of Africa on August 30th. So this whole thing began on August 30th. That was a long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, what it says here, a steady organization resulted in the formation of a tropical depression on the 31st near Cape Verde, hence the name of the Cape Verde Islands. Uh, it progressed west-northwestward. It acquired... Tropical storm strength on uh, September 1st. Then it fluctuated in strength for several days over, like, the open ocean. Um, let's see. It, oh, and it says here an unexpected bout of rapid intensification uh, ensued on the 4th and the 5th, culminating in Florence becoming a Cat 4 with winds of 130. So basically in, what, 24 hours it went from a tropical storm to boom. <laughs> I remember it blowing up and then it came back down. To a tropical storm and then blew back up again. Yeah, and I think I think that's some wind shear going on there. Yeah, kind of knocked it back down that, a little that's bit. That's a hurricane killer. Oh my gosh, yes, and that's that's what we look at in in the Atlantic. If you've got a lot of strong wind shear, these things just can't get going. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike if you want tornadoes, you need wind shear right. <laughs> over this. Um, on the ninth, it uh, was degraded back down to a tropical storm. Then it turned west, decided to turn west instead of go northwest, and regained strength on the 10th to a major hurricane, again a Cat 4 with winds of 140 miles an hour and a central minimum pressure of 939 millibars. That's insane. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My allergies are taking over. Uh, then it uh, went through what, what we talked about, an eye wall replacement cycle. That's what these major hurricanes do. They say, it's about 60% of all these major hurricanes that, that they get spinning so so tight in that inner, that, that eye wall gets so tiny, then an outer, a secondary outer wall starts developing, and then it kind of chokes off that that initial eye wall and when that happens the it kind of decreases in strength a little bit but that didn't really <laughs> affect florence at all it decreased about 10 miles an hour or so what, like cat three or something or i mean it, it did yeah. decrease a little bit it did a little bit went back up and then it came back down so. And, and that was on September 11th. <laughs> really? Yeah. And then uh, it says here the next few days, the wind shear gradually tapered. And then by September 13th was downgraded to um, a Cat 1. And that's when, on the 14th, that's when it made landfall just south of Wrightsville Beach and weakened. Hmm. Insane. And in 1968, Florence took a uh, eight-year run on the Brady Bunch as the mom. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I think I think she wanted to go visit. I the saw Carolinas. a funny meme on, on on Facebook that had Florence uh, Henderson as the <laughs> picture coming to the yeah yeah. Then she then decided decided she go visit the Carolinas or <laughs> right. Well, that's that's basically what's going on uh, with Florence. So Florence is moving out. Out to sea, and for the rest of the tropics, uh, the Atlantic. I mean, there's not much going not on. Not much going on. You know, last week, on average, was the most active week of the year for 
tropical systems, and and for a while there, there were four systems out in the Atlantic, and it was very, very active. Yeah, and now it's just dead. Is that we got? I mean, Tropical Storm Joyce is out in the Northeast Atlantic, Northeast Atlantic, and she's just kind of meandering around right. and won't, won't do anything. Uh, we had a question about Isaac the other day. I mean, Isaac went between the Yucatan, no, South Carolina and in Cuba, that little strait there, and basically just fell apart. Mm-hmm. So there's there's nothing out there uh, except for Joyce. And uh, I checked the Pacific. There's a disturbance on the tip of the Baja Peninsula that might develop into something. It's got like a 40% chance it may get a tropical status here at some point. And, but they never get as much coverage in the media in the uh, Pacific Ocean because, you know, they never hit anything. Yeah, it's rare they do. Well, here except anyway. Hawaii. Well, yeah. <laughs> and rarely does that happen. Yeah, until this year, Olivia, Olivia came over, went to. I mean, thank God, it just decreased to just a tropical storm. So with Hawaii, and then it went right over the Hawaiian Islands, and it's out of there now. Uh, In the Central Pacific, there is nothing going on. Nope. So, so all of a sudden, we've had pretty much nothing all the way up to the end of August, and then it just exploded. And then for two, two and a half weeks, and now there's just nothing going on. It wouldn't surprise me to see another good storm, though, you know, somewhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're still in hurricane season. We're still right in the middle. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm kind of a feeling something in October. I mean, well, what we really got to watch is if something develops down there in the Gulf of Mexico. That's... Well, those are the fun ones. Well, that's because they can come up to right. us. <laughs> and they always cause a lot of flooding because, you know, there's the sea level down there. I mean, there's a lot of... Uh, Especially around New Orleans, where all that's below sea level mm-hmm. for miles and miles, you know, and then they have the Lake Pontchartrain and all the levees. We don't want, we wouldn't want a direct hit on New Orleans. No, and Texas has had theirs. Yeah, and, I mean, definitely. And Gordon, we thought we were going to get something out of Gordon, but it all just was barely east of us. I don't want to talk about Gordon. This was a letdown for me. It really was. I mean, I was. I mean, I, I. I always say that I just want a, a nice tropical rain for about two or three days and then go away. And Absolutely, we just missed it. I mean, Fairly. unfortunately, Springfield got hammered. Of course, that was kind of combined with that cold front. There was a though. front that had stalled. Yeah, and riding along there, and we were just between that and the the uh, tropical uh, Gordon, and we got. I got a quarter of an inch. <laughs> I didn't even get that. Point two two. They had a lot of flooding up in Springfield and 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 to yeah. the west of there and northwest of here and I didn't get anything. I was rather disappointed. Yeah, personally, but we opine about the past. So, what well, we, hopefully we get more than a quarter of an inch this weekend, maybe. Uh, I think so. Well, I, Southern Kansas, I checked earlier. They're under a hydrologic outlook where they say the potential for heavy rain just. Well, things are leaning toward a nice little rain event. Yeah. With every forecast, I, I get a little more of a easy feeling, easygoing feeling if you like rain like I do. Yeah. So, but it's still a few days out. Yeah, it's only Tuesday, and we're talking this thing Friday and Saturday. What did you say the Weather Prediction Center was saying? For, for us, we're like at a inch and a quarter i think is what it was yeah, yeah. well i mean that's something. a lot more out to the west of here though kansas they were up in the four to five inch range almost. oh really yeah I, I haven't looked yet well that's probably why we got uh they got that hydrologic outlook. right yeah we'll know a lot more in the next few days mm-hmm. on this whole thing but 
Well, the weather school this week is about hurricanes. It's it's a repeat, and uh, I just didn't have time to make a new weather school. So let's uh, for those of you who missed it, let's talk about hurricanes. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. A tropical system has developed in the Gulf of Mexico. We've just gone under a hurricane warning. Do we need to evacuate, or can we just ride it out? A tropical cyclone is a rapidly rotating storm system characterized by a low-pressure center, a closed low-level atmospheric circulation, strong winds, and a spiral arrangement of thunderstorms that produce heavy rain. Depending on its location and strength, a tropical cyclone is referred to by many different names, including a hurricane, a typhoon, tropical storm, cyclonic storm, tropical depression, and simply a cyclone. A hurricane is a tropical cyclone that occurs in the Atlantic Ocean and northeastern Pacific Ocean, and a typhoon occurs in the northwestern Pacific Ocean, while in the South Pacific or Indian Ocean, comparable storms are referred to simply as tropical cyclones or severe cyclonic storms. Tropical refers to the geographic origin of these systems, which form almost exclusively over tropical seas. Cyclone refers to their winds moving in a circle, whirling around a central clear eye, with the winds blowing counterclockwise in the northern hemisphere and blowing clockwise in the southern hemisphere. The opposite direction of circulation is due to the Coriolis effect. Tropical cyclones typically form over large bodies of relatively warm water. They derive their energy through the evaporation of water from the ocean's surface, which ultimately recondenses into clouds and rain when moist air rises and cools to saturation. Coastal regions are particularly vulnerable to the impact of a tropical cyclone compared to inland regions. The primary energy source for these storms is warm ocean waters. Therefore, these storms are typically strongest when over or near water and weaken quite rapidly over land. Coastal damage may be caused by strong winds and rain, high waves due to winds, storm surges due to severe pressure changes, and the potential for spawning tornadoes in outer bands once they move on shore. At the center of a mature tropical cyclone, the air sinks rather than rises. For a sufficiently strong storm, air may sink over a layer deep enough to suppress cloud formation, thereby creating a clear eye. 
The weather inside the eye is normally calm and free of clouds, although the sea may be extremely violent. The eye is normally circular in shape and is typically 19 to 40 miles in diameter, though eyes as small as 1.9 miles and as large as 230 miles have been observed. The cloudy outer edge of the eye is called the eye wall. The eye wall typically expands outward with height resembling an arena football stadium. This phenomenon is sometimes referred to as the stadium effect. The eye wall is where the greatest wind speeds are found. Air rises most rapidly. Clouds reach to their highest altitude and precipitation is the heaviest. The heaviest wind damage occurs where a tropical cyclone's eye wall passes over land. Tropical cyclones span a large range of sizes from 62 to up to 1,243 miles as measured by the radius of the vanishing wind. They are largest on average in the northwest Pacific Ocean Basin and the smallest in the northeastern Pacific Ocean Basin. If a tropical system travels northward outside of the tropics region, then it is considered extratropical or a mid-latitude cyclone. Subtropical systems can form pretty much any time of the year. Their characteristics differ slightly from the usual tropical cyclone in the fact that their energy source is derived from wind patterns rather than the warm water, as their sea surface temperatures is usually a little lower than a typical cyclone, and this inhibits their ability to rapidly grow. Subtropical cyclones usually don't become hurricanes due to their unusual structure. When a tropical system develops in a closed circulation, then the storm merits a name. The names are chosen by the World Meteorological Organization each year. Up until 1978, only female names were used, but in 1979, male and female names were included in the list for naming storms in the Atlantic and Gulf of Mexico. For Atlantic hurricanes, there is a list of names for each six years. That means one list is repeated every seven years. The only time that there's a change is if a storm is so deadly or costly that the future of its name on a different storm would be inappropriate. If that occurs, then that particular storm name is retired. We hope this gives you some insight on hurricanes as we enter hurricane season. These tropical storms are not to be messed with. If you happen to get under a tropical storm warning or a hurricane warning, then evacuate, because it has been determined that a dangerous weather situation is headed your way. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com, and in the subject line put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. This just into the Stormdar Media Center. The WBC has come out with a new rainfall projection for this weekend. 
and now Branson is in the two to two and a half inch range, which is has increased from the one to 1.25 inch range. And most of the rain is gonna be centered over Oklahoma. That's great music, Randy. I'm loving the. Oh, I like that. Well, I figured we had an we had an update, and that's a well, big change. Well, well, the rain shifted south and to the east a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, so now Oklahoma is yeah. Well, it was southern Kansas, and now it's kind of shifted to where the heavy rains are going to be over Oklahoma. How much are they saying there? Like like twelve, fifteen inches or something? No, maybe four. No, yeah, four or five. Yeah, I just look at it. Yeah, this is different from earlier today. And so. that's going to happen every time we get an update from exactly. the Weather Prediction Center. Yeah, and remember Gordon, if oh, you know sure. one one of those things they they were saying, you know, we're going to get 4 inches no, and then it kept shifting and we didn't even get a quarter. Rainfall amounts will shift and it could be scattered, so maybe not everybody'll get that. Mm-hmm. But uh we'll see what happens. It's leaning into the right direction as I said earlier. Yeah. Yeah, well and it like you said, we're just going to have to check it day after day after day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's time for This Week in Weather History. So, Corey, what you got? Well, This Week in Weather History, we're going to take a little uh, 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 turn, or a little different angle this week as than we have before. Uh, this Week in Weather History, we're going to talk about what I did. I took a picture. Uh, I was probably heading to Hollister, or over here at Randy's house, and I stopped uh, at the roundabout, probably due to the traffic, and I noticed all these trees were changing colors. And I thought, man, it's so early. We we don't need to be changing uh, color this early in the in the season. September eighteenth, they weren't actually colorful. They were actually brown, different shades and hues of of brown of dead trees. What it looked like, and uh, so I snapped a picture explaining why this wasn't really a good thing that the trees were changing color. And I'll read you that post. I noticed a big change in the trees today. I snapped this picture today uh, near the roundabout next to the Taney Como Bridge. I said, keep in mind, it's still technically center. Uh, the equinox is, is well, last year it was Friday at 3.02 p.m. Uh, and there's a couple of reasons, uh, things that are affecting the color this year. And, of course, number one would be the drought. We, we had a pretty bad drought last year. Remember that, Randy? Yeah. Yeah, it was, quite a bit. Uh, a lot worse than this year. We've been complaining about this year, but last year was was much was more intense. severe. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when you get in a drought, the the conditions usually the dry conditions usually mean little to absolutely no color. It goes from uh, dry looking to dead looking, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And according to this post, as I took this picture, we had low temperatures in the 40s the week before this picture was taken. Oh, okay. And then when this picture was taken, we were close to 90. So that that confuses the trees, and and, and, oh, wow. and Mother Nature was 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 playing a trick on 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 the trees, and they didn't know what to do because you get that low at night, and something about the chlorophyll changes, and it changes the colors in those trees. When you get in the 40s, fall, yeah, yeah. So evidently, we had a cool, a few cool nights leading up into this time last year. Mm-hmm. So uh, here's what I did today. I took a picture of that exact same spot today when I was uh, on my way over here, and it was just as lush as as and green as as you'd ever seen. And 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 then we've had a lot of rain 
coming up into this yeah. since about the mid part of August until now. We've lucked out. I mean, yeah, we complained about Gordon, how we didn't get that much rain, but we still got a lot of rain before Gordon. Right, right. And what I'm saying is we might have a chance for a little color this year. Oh, wouldn't that be great? And that's what I'm hoping for. If we can sustain the rain here and there, like like what we're going to get this weekend. Is that umbrella music? Color music. <laughs> okay. Hopefully... That rain will continue, and we're going to have a pretty nice, colorful year this year. That's that's my hopes, because I like to go out and take pictures. Anyway, what I'm going to do is I'm going to post these two pictures I took last year and this year side-by-side side as a comparison uh, later this evening. So by the time you listen to this, you'll be able to find that on our Facebook page. It's it's quite remarkable, actually. It really is. Corey showed me the difference between the two, and it's it's... A difference between night and day, yeah, and it's exactly definitely. the same same day last year. Exactly the same day, exactly the same hour of the day. Wow! So I'm gonna post that and and hopefully uh, give that a share because it's pretty cool. Yeah, we like we like shares that stormed our weather. Oh, definitely share it to anybody. Share it, share it to your mom. Share it to your grandma. Share it to your 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 significant other. Uh, share it to your pet. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They like you know. Yeah. I don't know why you would do that, but yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we should get on to the next segment. <laughs> why your dog would be on Facebook? I, I've seen dogs with Facebook pages. I have. But, you know. <laughs> oh, you know, I got to back up. Yes, because I, uh, my wife had we had a dog, Woofy. Woofy had oh, his own, and Trixie had her own Facebook page. <laughs> Oh, that little dog. I don't know. Okay, well, enough reminiscing. Let's get on to the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. And this week, Stormed Our Weather, weather word of the week is... Virga. Which is what? It's participation. (laughs) It's precipitation. (laughs) It's precip. Rain. That evaporates before it hits the ground. You know, normally you get the actual word backwards. Participation. <laughs> I get a participation ribbon. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, It confuses a lot of people when they see the radar and they go, hey, it's raining and it's not raining, you know. Yeah. And it's not only rain. It can be anything. I mean, but it it just shows up on radar because it's in the upper levels of, of the atmosphere. It's, and then there's a usually a dry drier air uh, closer to the surface and and that dries it out and it doesn't rain. Yeah, and you can sometimes see it. I mean, if you're looking far away, you can mm-hmm. see like a cloud looks like a nice rain shaft, but it's really not raining underneath it, right? And a lot of times that happens uh what I was reading with ice crystals. It, ice crystals are way up in the sky. And, and this is a phenomenon that usually takes place way up in the sky. We're not talking like at the surface, but you get ice crystals, they congeal, whatever they start to fall, start to melt and like you said, they get in that little dry layer and and evaporate. But before that, that radar beam is going around there saying, hmm, I see something. In it. It'll show up. But people say it's not raining. And it really doesn't have to be that far up. Right. You know, honestly, I mean, people think that beam shooting 30,000 feet is not. It's, it's no. a lot lower than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that drier air is closer to the surface. 
So that's what just drying it out. I mean, it's not super high up, so you can be able to. See, I mean, you can see that stuff. And you know that happens a lot with snow because yes. the the radar will will pick up snow because it's in very high sensitivity mode, and you'll see it on radar, and it'll be really light blue. You know, not not real strong, not real heavy, and you'll see it moving over. Uh, Branson or Springfield, wherever it is, and then we'll make a post on it. It's like radar showing this, and people will comment and say it's not doing a thing here. Right. <laughs> well, that's a classic example of Virga. Mm-hmm. So there you can add that one to your Stormdar weather weather word of the week list. How about that? So you got your rain gauge empty now. It is. Minus two. Of course, it. I emptied it, and it hasn't filled back up yet. Right. I probably emptied it, hoping it would rain, but it didn't. So, yeah, a little showers. I need to check. Uh, I need to check radar again here. Once Not we much happening. Yeah, I. I mean, these are just little afternoon poppers. You know, anytime you get into the upper eighties to around ninety with with moisture, you're you're going to have that chance of afternoon poppers coming out. Uh, it doesn't always happen if there's high pressure. Uh, that doesn't, you know, kind of suppresses everything, kind of compresses the air, and nothing can condense. But all we can do is keep our fingers crossed. So, so we're going to really keep watching this cold front come in with the cooler temperatures and the potential for rain. And Weather Prediction Center, they keep shifting it. I mean, now, if they did like Gordon, they keep shifting it to the east. So, well, that's what's happening, really. I mean, well, it's going south into the east yeah but uh bottom line mm-hmm. is the first day of fall is saturday and it's gonna feel like fall Woohoo! i like that you know i think i might make a chuck roast sounds good it really there's does. only there's certain foods that you can only have when it's cooler outside and and roast is one of them a nice pot of chili is chili one of, yeah, i was gonna say right. chili i might just do some chili this weekend there you go Watch watch the football with uh, sure with your wife chasing out after the kids. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm probably I'm going to be working on music. That's what I do. That's what you do. All right. Well, you got anything else? Nope. Okay. Let's wrap this up. Be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.